how did this all start? Um, I didn't move out until I was like 19 or 20. So I didn't move out when I was 18. I moved out maybe two years after that, right? So I followed my mom's rules. I followed the rules of the house. So I did not go out or anything like that. I've been to a party before, but I had never been to a club before. I had never been downtown before and that sort of thing. So, um, I had just moved out. I had moved out with one of my friends that I knew from school, right? And um, <clears throat> he had never been out either. Neither one of us had ever been to a nightclub before or any club for that matter. So he knew this guy that he worked with at Walmart. That's what he meant at. And they had become close from working together. They became friends. And he had been out. He had been going to clubs since he was, shoot, a teenager. He was like 16 or something. Or 15 or whatever he said. He was from New York. And, um, but the thing is, he always said he was from New York. But he had been where we lived at since he was like 12 years old. So I didn't consider that him being from New York. And he might have been even been here younger than that. But either way, um, he had been to the club numerous times. So we wanted to go out. It was 4th of July weekend, so it was going to be, the clubs were going to be packed wall to wall everywhere. I mean, I live in a tourist city, so it was going to be all types of stuff going on downtown 4th of July weekend, and we wanted to be in on it, right? So we came up with a plan that uh, all three of us would go out that night. It was 4th of July weekend, so it was like, um, it wasn't the 4th of July. It was like maybe this, between this 1st and the 3rd, somewhere around that way. And um, <clears throat> it was supposed to be me, him, me, my roommate. His name is Anthony. My roommate, Anthony, and Philip. So me, Anthony, Philip, and as time went on, they realized it's just three of us, three guys. They said, and for some reason for the guy that went out to the clubs all the time, he didn't know any women. And my roommate, he had a girlfriend. He had been dating for a long time. So he, even if he didn't know any women, he couldn't invite them. 
or he'd get in trouble. So, um, it was on me. So I had two friends that I knew that I used to work with or I did working with at the time. So I invited them. And they wanted, I mean, it was cool. They trusted me, you know what I mean? And trusted my judgment. And if it, and they were, they wanted to come with us. And I think they had met, they had met my roommate before. I'm pretty sure they had. They weren't just going out with strangers, you know what I mean? So it was supposed to be, so that's two other people that was going, right? It ended up, we ended up picking up another person. We ended up picking up actually two more people that went with us. Yeah. Before the night was over. What else? Um, I think that's pretty, oh, yo, I, I told you what time of year it was. Told you what we was planning to do. Told you it was going. Um, what else, man? Oh, what was I working at at the time? I was working at this horrible retail store that I really disliked the job. I couldn't stand those people. Matter of fact, I despised those people. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't like them. I don't know if I despised them, but I didn't like them a whole lot. And the reason I kept the job is because I had a family. And I mean, I got a family or whatever. And uh, that was uh, not family like that. You know what I mean? Like, I had responsibilities, rent, and things of that sort. And um, it was the most. It was the highest paying job that I could find at the time without like working in some kind of heavy labor or having a college degree, which I didn't have at the time. So that's why I stayed at that job that I despised for so long. I can yeah. That was the reason why I was scared because I was scared if I lost this job, I wasn't going to be able to get paid anywhere else this much. And another reason I stayed so long is in the beginning, the first two years of working at the retail store I worked at, I loved my job. I thought it was the best thing ever. I was good at it. I got complimented all the time. I got employee to run all the time. I got raises. The money wasn't that bad because I was living at home and it was the most I had ever got paid in my life. I was making new friends. I mean, it was cool. I had every weekend off. I only worked from seven to four. Seven to four, Monday through Friday, every weekend off. 40 hours straight up. Hour lunch. Couldn't beat it. Then the manager that made everything good, he got um 
my better job at a at a competitor. The competitor came and got him, which they should have, because he was a good guy. And um, they hired a string of assholes. Every couple of months, a new asshole manager would come in there with a whole bunch of bull until they finally hired the king of racist assholes. And he ended up firing me for just for me being me. He said, what was the reason I got fired? He didn't even make no sense. Um, I forgot what it was. I don't even remember, but it was something stupid. Oh, I wasn't selling enough product protection plans on electronic devices. Guess where the catch is? I ain't even working electronics. The hell I'ma sell a damn product protection plan on some shit that I ain't even over there to sell it on. You know what I'm saying? I don't even work in that department. <laughs> How you gonna fire me for something? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. I took his ass to uh what you call it? Unemployment court and I got on unemployment and I went to college. So the joke was on his silly racist ass. But yeah, that's what I was working at at the time. So the evening began when I had got off from that horrible job. I had worked like probably probably from like seven to uh, four or five, and at the time I did not have a car. So I was relying on public transportation, right? And let me tell you how that shit worked back then. I'm sorry for cussing, but it's bringing up bad memories. <laughs> back then, you would have to get on a bus at the mall, say, because that's what I work close to, at the mall. And then go all the way downtown which is far is is basically on the other it, no not basically it is on the other side of daggone town from where I live at but the mall is on the same side of town as where I live at it's like the mall is literally 10 minutes away from my house but I would have to ride the bus 30 minutes away downtown transfer to another bus and ride it 30 minutes back the other way just to get home and then have to walk like four or five blocks to the house and I did that every day for a long time yeah long time never fun never fun I ain't never had fun doing it man <laughs> it, it was it was a rough times. It was some good times came out of it, but it was some rough times. Uh, it took a lot of discipline, and I could have did better. I, I wasted a lot of time. I should have worked harder at other things. What I should have did was, if I could go back, I would have... Um, I would have just been young. 
I would have did what I should have done. But with that job, I would have just walked out. Yeah. I would have just walked out. And when I got another job, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, let's move on. The um, the evening started when I got off the job, and I went home. And usually when I got home, I used to call it scrubbing the punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> races assholes off so I have to take a shower and get all those germs off my body and I used to have to take off the clown suit and wash that and then usually I would take a nap for like an hour or so and then I would get up refreshed but this time, I had basically the same plan. I went home, I took a shower, and I went to go lay down to take a nap. And I hear this banging and knocking at the door, at the front door. My room, my 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 room was up front. We stayed upstairs. We stayed real close to the beach, right? So we stayed in these kind of like beach apartments with these wooden stairs that kind of like wind and go up. Um, and um, and my my room was up front, next to the kitchen. But the kitchen was the first room that you walk into. It was weird. The kitchen was the first room that you walk into when you came into the apartment. So, I hear the banging and the knocking at the door. And I look out the window. And from my view out the window, I could see. And I look out the window and I see this skinny slim black guy not about 5'10 a little bit about about 5'10 5'11 a little bit taller than me and he all beat up and his shirt ripped up and he had blood on his shirt and he's screaming help and he's screaming some kind of name and I couldn't make it out and behind him is this tall bodybuilder, muscular-looking white dude, and his clothes all ripped up, and his shirt all bloody, and he beat up. I'm looking around there like, who in the hell are these people? Is this some kind of, like, prank or something? Are we being robbed? What is happening? So, I get up, from my nap, well, my almost nap, and I go back to my roommate's door, and I knock on his door, he back there with his girlfriend, they back there arguing about something, and um, I told him, I said, look here, man, I figured out what he was saying, he's like, help, 
Antony. Hell, Antony. Like, who the hell is Antony? So, I go back there. I said, man, there's some people at the front door. And they screaming, help Antony. Help Antony. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. Which we need to either uh, call the police or find out who the hell that is. I ain't going to by myself. So um, he go up there to the kitchen and he look out the window and he see who it is. And immediately, he only say nothing to me. Immediately, he just go there and open the door and let him in. Man, I was over there by the kitchen knives. I was ready. I thought I was going to cut somebody. Come to find out, the skinny black dude was one of his childhood friends. He said he grew up in the country together. What the hell that? We used to call the country, like, across the bridge. Just a lot of, like, real small towns where I live at and we always call that the country it's the city part and then it's a it's more country than it is city where I live at but um anyways like so they grew up together and um he let them in and I'm standing like who the hell are these people so they come in, they all out of breath and they beat up and dirty. And the skinny black dude begins to tell us this long ass story about, and I know all of it was a lie, but this is what he said. He said they was at a cookout. They was at let me tell you what he said and uh, I hope this don't no I don't think it's gonna sound racist it's what he said he ain't say no racist word he said he was at a Mexican cookout and with a whole bunch of Mexican people right and he said at the cookout he was talking to some of their women and that's what yeah and they got mad and chased him and his brother and the big white dude with machetes and baseball bats. I told him, man, you and me, I asked a lot of questions, especially when something stupid. I said, hold up, hold up, hold up. So, y'all was just at a cookout, a Mexican cookout, right? And first of all, why the hell is y'all at a Mexican cookout? He's like, man, oh, we got invited. We knew somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was just crazy anyways. But, uh, yeah. Who the hell is inviting y'all to a Mexican cookout? Y'all ain't Mexican. Y'all speak no Spanish or anything. So what are you doing now? They went in a damn Mexican cookout. Um, and so, and I said... Yeah, he said they got invited to there. And I said, so y'all was there, and y'all was talking to the women, and they got mad. 
Why? Was he married, a girlfriend or something? He said, I guess so, man, the way he got mad. And they chased y'all with machetes and baseball bats. That's crazy. Who chased y'all with machetes and baseball bats? He said a whole bunch of men that was there. About 15 of them. I said, damn. He said it was, he sounded like Mel Gibson. He said it was a pack of Mexicans. <laughs> he, said he, he said he got chased by a pack of Mexicans with baseball bats and machetes. I said, a pack of Mexicans? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Sounds a tad bit racist, but hey, if you say you did. So. They got chased by a pack of Mexicans. So I was like, okay. And instead of calling 911, going to the hospital, getting your machete and baseball bat wounds checked by a doctor, you go bring your ass to your old childhood friend's house. <laughs> and how the hell you know where he's at, anyways? Thought this was one of your childhood friends. You got ESP? Man, what is happening here? Yeah, I am lost completely. So, um, he said he had never, I, you know, honestly, I know I asked that question, but I don't never remember what the answer was. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you call 911? Why didn't you go to the hospital? Why would you run to our house? What the hell did you think we was gonna do for you? I'm not a medic, and I'm damn sure not Google uh, fight for your ass against a pack of Mexicans. What's going on here? So, <clears throat> you know, he, he, he said, well, him and his him and his brother and the guy, they ran, and that's how this is what he ended up at. So it dawned on me that he kept saying, "Me, him, and my brother. Me, him, and my brother. Me, him, and my brother." So I finally stopped him. I said, "Wait a minute, hold on. You've been here for about forty-five minutes." And you keep mentioning this brother. Is this a real person or is like somebody else? He's like, nah, my brother. You, He know my brother. We all grew up together. I said, well, where is he at? He said, oh, man, he got left behind. He ain't make it. What? He got left behind. He ain't make it. So you said he had this long, drawn-out-ass conversation about what just happened like 45 minutes ago. You just literally ran from this 45 minutes ago. Sat in here, told us this long ass story. And your brother, you don't even know where he at. He just, y'all was just running. And you just noticed he wasn't running with y'all. And you ain't even go back to find him or look for him or nothing. He said, yeah, man, I guess we should go look for him. I'm thinking, like, man, these people, they must have beat him into stupidity. All of it was a lie. 
It had to be, man. But, um, they did go back and look for his brother. They say when they found him, he was in a abandoned field with his clothes all ripped up. And, he, and his shoes was thrown somewhere. They had to go find his shoes and the shirt was all ripped off. And he was all bloody and beat up. Just so in the abandoned, they beat him up and left him in the abandoned field. They didn't kill him, but they beat him up real bad. Whoever it was, and I 100% guarantee you, I'm one of no damn band of Mexicans. These guys was drug dealers, and they probably got into it with some with the wrong people. And they better be there. They beat him up and not shot him up. That's how that story really went.